1: This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you
0: by Ease. ease Ease.com, promo code HAM. EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And by Sleep Number. Oh, we love Sleep Number. SleepNumber.com slash HAM.
1: Biggest sale of the season. And by Legacy Box.
0: We love Legacy Box too. LegacyBox.com slash HAM. 40% off, baby. Now to the segment.
1: Kyle Shanahan, C.J. Beathard, his quarterbacks, John. Uh, what's he gonna do? Like we've been talking about, and you've been talking about—is he just too attached to CJ? Because he cause he drafted him in the third round the other day. He made a comment about every time CJ's in the game, you have the chance of a big play. That got a lot of attention. I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I'm no scout. Nick Mullins looks pretty good, but CJ made a few plays the other day. Guy, yeah, you, um, you you don't have to
0: be a scout or. You could be my mom, CJ. CJ Beathard is not as good as Nick Mullins. It's
1: so there's just that, that simple. So there's that element, like that's part A. And then part are we B running is, a meritocracy with the Forty Nineers? Are we playing coaches' favorites? And and then part part B is, is he going to keep three quarterbacks because he knows Nick is better, but doesn't want to cut either one of them? Because now now you're taking up a roster spot, like. That would bother me more than just keeping C.J. over Nick because, frankly, if it gets to either one of them, it's going to be hard football to watch relative to Jimmy. If Jimmy's hurt, we got bigger problems than C.J. or Nick Mullins.
0: Yeah, I mean, two things. I am fully prepared for him to keep three quarterbacks because he refuses to cut C.J. Beathard. And, second, I I think it's a dumb move. You just keep the two quarterbacks because, at the end of the day, for as mad as I would be is if they kept C.J. over Nick – it's not that big of a deal because if either one is forced to play in legitimate action, you're screwed. Season's over. That means Jimmy's hurt. And they have a much, much bigger problem on their hands. But to me, guy, to me, words now with NFL coaches being literal to nothing, even even from a guy like Kyle who's very candid and very honest, which I appreciate. But we, we've seen, remember a couple years ago, Pete Carroll called Kaepernick a starting quarterback. I mean, coaches say all sorts of shit. It's like, yeah. why didn't you sign him? Well, he's just saying it. So, if they do keep C.J. Beathard over Nick Mullins, that, that shows you immediately that the 49ers are no longer a meritocracy. They're just whatever the hell Kyle Shanahan wants to do. And I got no problem, guy, with coaches playing favorites. I'm like, clearly, Hunter Renfro, right, is a Gruden favorite. And he's just going to he's gonna get a longer leash with the Raiders for years to come just because – but Hunter Renfro, it's pretty – like, a kick and play. And even some of the younger dudes on the team are like, you see this motherfucker, Clemson? This dude balls. Like – C.J. Beathard stinks. No one cares that you draft him in the three ro- th- third round a couple years ago because it'd be bad if that was your only quarterback. And be like, God, Kyle whiffed on that one. You found Nick Mullins. You turned this guy from a practice squad guy to a better player than your third-round pick. You get credit. Like To me, there's no negative in cutting C.J. if Nick Mullins is better because at the end of the day, it's like if you draft a running back in the third round, like the, like the Denver Broncos, for example, Last year they took Royce Freeman in the fourth, I think, and they took Philip Lindsay as an undrafted free agent. Well, Philip Lindsay ran circles around Royce. You don't get like, well, you missed on Royce. No, you just found a better guy. You get credit for the undrafted free agents. So sorry, CJ, you're not good enough. See ya. And I, I get nervous. And this is a would knock we get for Gruden all the time. Like, does Kyle? I, is Kyle a good evaluator? I, I, I don't know of his own team because the number one thing people would tell you in the league if you can't evaluate your own team how the rest, how the hell are you going to evaluate the rest of the league or the draft can't evaluate your own team that I, i'm already getting a little nervous but I, i'm not going to overreact until i see what he does and then i'll freak
1: yeah i mean i won't freak because to me this is not C. freak Bette. not freak is... but it
0: just it'll be hammered into my head that this guy has too much juice right now and is making the wrong decisions
1: yeah here's the thing even if he wasn't in charge of personnel if he was a coach that worked for a GM uh, quarterback might be the one spot where the GM would let him pick his guy, even if the GM doesn't like his backup guy. See, I like, see it
0: carrying over in other positions too, though guy.
1: Well, so, th- but this is my point. I got no problem with it happening at quarterback. Cause that is the position that Kyle Shanahan should just get to have his guy. Like he's the one that has to live and die with it. Uh, hopefully he doesn't have to die with it or live with it because either way we're f But if he starts telling the D line coach, who the better player is, if he starts telling the linebacker coach, if he starts telling Robert Sala, if he starts telling the O-line coach, that's where you have a bigger problem.
0: But I think one thing we noticed in the preseason game the other night is why was Debo Samuel in, in the fourth quarter? When it's clear, you go to practice, like Debo kind of stands out, why is he not getting reps with Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, What's going on? Now, if, if, if this is why it's happening, if he goes, listen, obviously Debo's going to play week one and this season a lot. He's going to dress on game days. We might cut good Goodwin. I gotta see what he's got right now. I'd go okay that that like that type of explanation. I gotta give him extra rep because I I might not even keep him on my team. That would make sense. But if it's like yeah, we think these other guys are better, that's that's bullshit. I mean that's it just is, and I I, I just I don't know. I I just I I think the I'm already starting to see if Kyle does fail as a head coach, it's pretty clear what's gonna the reason for it being right. Yeah it's going to be something well, that's taking down Goodwin, a lot of coaches.
1: Yeah, if Marquise Goodwin's getting more snaps than Debo Samuel. Um, when it matters. Right. Yeah, in in real games. I'm, I'd even say, like... It's going to be pretty uncomfortable for me to watch, just because I don't think it's going to be as good. Because, like, just, I've seen Marquise Goodwin.
0: Let's just say Marquise is playing well, but Pettis isn't, and Debo's just standing there on the sideline. Like, what, what are we doing? What are we waiting for? Just put Debo in for Pettis. Just... What, what, just because you want Pettis to be? It's not. You're trying to win. Like, are, are we playing favorites? Are, are we doing this, the version of nepotism in football with the players you drafted? Like, that's that's but starting he to make. Debo. Well, I know, but it's like you drafted Pettis first, and you want to make sure that looks good, too, because you yeah. know you got a little more time with Debo. Uh, that's but, what I'm saying. You, should, you get credit for ultimate, it all.
1: Yeah, but ultimately, the reason he would do it is totally irrelevant. Is it. Is it favorite to whatever? If it's if he's playing the wrong guy, he's playing the wrong guy. I don't care why he's playing the wrong guy, right? Yeah. Like it's, you drafted them both, so I don't care if you like one guy more for the wrong reasons. I don't care what the reasons are. I but I don't know. Like it, I'm just let's watch it play out. The fact is, if they're winning games, then this is a non-issue because he's playing the right guys. Well, like, that, that's, that's why that's why that
0: this thing. stuff. No one goes like you know what. But but John, I, but, I, I, I don't, don't know say, if Andy's good on his receiver rotations or. What the fuck is Belichick doing here? They don't say that about the good coaches. Right? That's yeah, why I think Kyle, this some, but some of this stuff's coming into play.
1: Right. Well, I, again, because I, I the
0: just, little stuff for Kyle does make a difference. Like, well, if, if well, Pettis dropping that ball, would Debo would, would, uh, would have caught it? I think that's what we're talking about. Like his margins for error are really small, where right. those guys are much bigger.
1: And to me that matters far more than than who we pick than whether he picks CJ Bethard or Nick Mullins. Like what that scenario is a much big, will like really affect wins and losses. Well I also think like
0: for example, if we bring up Bel- Belichick let's just in his own little world. Let's yeah. just go the other really good coaches, like Pete, Andy, Peyton. They just have so much to go back on. Like, well, I'm putting this guy slow because I've done this before with Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin. Sean Payton's like, well, you know, where we did Reggie Bush a disservice is when we forced too much of him on. So we we like to balance it with Kamara. You're like, ah, oh, this makes sense. You know, you know, you know the Shaquille Griffin and Akeem Griffin or whatever the other Griffin's brother. You just like, oh, Pete's got a plan here. Pete's done this before. This is kind of Kyle. Like, it's one thing. Well, he did it as offensive coordinator. No, you're the head fucking coach. So what's he? His resume as a head coach is now two and a half years running or whatever. This and it's it's not great results. So that, I think that's also speaks to Gruden. What's hard with Gruden is like, well, he did this seventeen years ago. You know, there's that huge period of time. Yeah. That's why we're kind of judging and you nitpick on both the, these coaches in the Bay Area is like little moves. Now Gruden has succeeded. It was just a long, long time ago. Where Kyle, I'm sorry, you you. You can't hold on to your OC credit anymore when we when we start judging you as a head coach like three or four years in.
1: Well, no, I think that's all legit. I'm just saying to, to the original point on CJ first, Nick Mullins, Bethard first, Mullins, uh, an offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, head coach that that person with that lineage playing favorites with his quarterback is not a typical like with well, with Harbaugh, the Harbaugh used to do it with his back. Yeah, Josh Johnson was on the team and off the team every other week. Who was the guy from Sac State? Remember that guy, Beth Mullins or oh Bethel, uh, Bethel, Thompson, Bethel Thompson. McLeod, Bethel Thompson. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every week there was a new quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah but but not, like you not... said, if it's indicative of the way every position is getting decided, then that's a real problem.
0: Yeah. I, if would it's agree. just,
1: I want this guy, I think this guy has it in him. Let's keep running him out there as opposed to, well, the other guy's just producing more. And I'd say the difference too is like, uh, and Marquise Goodwin has been good at times, so I shouldn't at be times. Too but I, I do. Yeah, think yeah he's, I just felt like I was a little too dismissive earlier. So, but,
0: but I, I think, like for defense, whoever's going to be their start is it Adrian Colbert or is it Tavarius Moore? It's like okay, I mean we're kind of nitpick. But with, with with the receiver group, it's like well you paid Marquis some the money, you've invested multiple really high picks in these players, and even I throw Jalen Hurt up there, and I guess he mentioned the other yesterday on the conference call. One reason Jalen didn't really play is he's been battling a little back tightness. So it's like, well, just make sure that guy's ready for week one. But you've invested a lot of capital in these guys. So we, we got to see it. That's why at the end of the day, like you said, C.J. Mullins, I will judge him harshly on – I just don't know if his judgment is right. Right. But it, it shouldn't impact the team because that guy, in theory, should never take a regular season snap unless, like, you know, Jimmy gets rolled up on has to leave for a play or two at most.
1: Well, I'd rather him pick the guy that we think is the wrong guy than have three. Because we've seen enough. Just, just pick one already. I Just pick Beathard or Mullins. We think you should pick Mullins. You can pick Beathard. Whatever. Just, I, I have a But having time. all three of them around? Okay, I'm, I'm going to come in at from the, the Roseman value
0: angle. You cut Nick Mullins and keep C.J. Beathard. Nick Mullins immediately gets picked up by some other team to be their backup quarterback, and you lost that guy. Where C.J., you cut him. He might be unemployed for a month or two, and you keep Nick Mullins. That that to me,
1: that I, I guess. I mean, are, is the gap is the gap a month and a half difference between the two? I'm not so sure. Do you I think mean, CJ I, Beathard's on a on a roster? I, maybe, but I, I'm just saying, like, is Mullins like so clearly like somebody everyone else has to sign, and Beathard is so clearly no somebody nobody will want? Well, here's the way I look. Um, I, I think I think
0: C- Nick Mullins is a backup. I'm not so sure. CJ Beathard is. As I text someone yeah. in the league the other day, whose backup quarterback was in mid-game, I said, "God, this guy stinks." He's like, "He's like, we are just delaying his next career move." I said, "What's that?" He said, "Like business, selling insurance, something else."
1: <laughs> Not, we we're just yeah. delaying the inevitable. I, like I, when we do move on, it's over. But yeah, but to me, if you keeping three guys when one of them is clearly better, if you if you're keeping two backups when one is better than the other, then you're never going to pull the Band-Aid off, so you might as well just get on with it now and have an extra roster spot.
0: Yeah. That's all. they, They should only keep two. And I think he detests the thought of cutting Beathard. I don't get it.
1: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming...